<laughs> got the money. Nice. Yeah. How much is how much is it like? How important is it really? Like, how much money you got? Like, there's there's days when like business is good and I can look at my bank account and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, that's okay. You know, like it's good. And then and I look at it and be like. Like, how much harder do I have to work for the rest of the year? Right. <laughs> you know, and it's like, obviously, I got to keep working hard because my bills are big enough because of the fucking, my equipment and all that shit. But uh, um, when I look at, like, when, like, once all the bills are paid in the spring and I'm caught back up and the invoices start coming in from the landscaping business, it's like, okay, so things feel good. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like... Um, I don't like feel like I'm I'm not balling out, but but it's like I'm not stressed. Yeah, well, you and know? you're in a situation though where like you have to you have to have enough to bankroll for what six months, five mm. months. We work like mid April through the beginning of December. So December, January, okay. February, March, four and a half months. Four and a half. Yeah, four and a half months. I have to set aside enough money to pay my bills. Yeah. Um, and, and I do work in the winter times. So, yeah, yeah, but you know, but it's like the the majority of my money comes from the work I do in the other seven and a half months a year. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, so and, and that's and that's part of it too. Is it? But I I will say like um, when when like everything's caught up. And the money's coming in from my, my bigger jobs that are coming through, and, and it, like my reserves are getting replenished. It's, uh, um, I'm like, okay, so maybe I can take the foot off the gas a little bit, you know? And I don't like that. Mm. You know, there's, there's part of it where I don't, I don't want to lose my mindset of putting my foot on the gas all the way until I can't, you know? But then, what happens is, is that my whole fucking summer goes by and I don't do shit. Sure. You know, so it's, I try to find that balance, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like the instant I start taking my foot off the gas, I feel like I'm being lazy. Oh, what was the saying? I heard this the other day. It's going from intense to intentional. Hmm. Wow, bro. That's fucking deep. And so your foot's off the gas. You're just, you're just switching from intense to intentional. That's all. Mm. Okay. As long as you're still intentional with your money and with what you're fucking making. Yeah. I also lost you business. How'd you lose me business? Sam, Sam's work needed something. And she goes, do you think I could call Ike to get a quote? I'm like, you could call him to get a quote, but I guarantee he's booked all the whole year. This year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She goes, well, I'd need this done like... By the fall, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what does she need done? They have some weird drainage issue. They need a basically a in the courtyard of the vet clinic where their little doggy daycare is. All the roofs kind of funnel in towards that courtyard, mm-hmm. and so they're having some serious drainage issues. And so they want to put in basically a a drain that goes out to the ditch and then reslope. The ditch so they need a bunch of backfill yeah they need to catch basin and then yeah they need a bunch of shit up. well uh what's the budget <laughs> that's the question <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if it's got a good enough budget i can work friday saturday sunday mm-hmm. that's what i told her too i'm like hell i can come 
dig out a trench and fucking throw a pipe down and yeah, drain it out. You and I'll do it. She goes, well, it needs to be warranted. It's, their company's not going to work with just Joe Schmo and not have it be warranted when it doesn't work. I'm like, right. I can kind of warrant my work. Come back and do, fix it. Do you have your your uh, <laughs> your umbrella insurance policy for the work you do? I have an umbrella insurance policy for myself. Yeah, for I don't know. Okay, this is the fucked up thing with insurance. So we bundle, or we have the same company for for auto and home. Mm-hmm. And last year, everyone's prices went up, and ours were going up as well. So I call them, I'm like, what the f- you know, fucking work with us here? Come on now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, okay, here's the thing that you need to understand. He goes, do you have umbrella insurance with us? I'm like, no. He goes, do you want umbrella insurance with us? I'm like, no. And he goes, well, what if I told you you would actually pay less by getting umbrella insurance? I'm like, I don't understand what you mean. He goes, he's like, you get bigger discounts and your effective rate, increase rate is less with the more policies you have with the company. So if I add a million dollar umbrella insurance, my overall cost for two vehicles, house, and the umbrella insurance is less than the cost for two vehicles what in and the my fuck? house. I'm like what? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, so add the umbrella insurance. So I pay a hundred dollars less to have umbrella insurance a month. No, a, a year. year. But still, so, I save a hundred dollars a year, and you have more insurance, and I have more insurance. So what does the umbrella cover? It's just like if someone came, uh, it's just like a, a million dollar anything if someone sued me or whatever. Huh. Damn, I need to get myself some umbrella. Yeah, but how fucked up is that? And then when they do price increases, like, you know, let's just say every customer is going to get a price increase, they tier that shit. And so because now I have three different policies with them, auto, home, and umbrella, my tier, like if everyone, if the average person is going to get a 4% increase, my tier is only a 2% increase. Wow. Boy, the things you fucking know. Right? Jesus. I'm going to call my insurance agent tomorrow. Damn right you are. No shit. I'll get a commission on that shit. <laughs> Speaking of commissions, I haven't been buying shit off your Amazon. Just let me know. I, I've, I never think about it. <laughs> I, whenever I, when, here's my style of Amazon shopping. Oh shit. I need one of those. Click, click, click. Send it. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's like, there's never any pre-planning whatsoever. <laughs> it's, it's like the most, the most random spontaneous. It's just like, like, uh, um, I get all my like supplies for, uh, uh for the Airbnb mm. through Amazon, like gallon jugs of shampoo and body wash and shit yeah. like that for the rooms. And uh, it's like, I, I walk through it and go, oh, it's getting kind of low. And I get the cupboard and it's like, oh, I'm out. Better fucking order yeah, some. Just order just like, some order it right now. You know, that's my style. Mm. My style. Yeah, I feel you. This is only, I, was, I don't know what the blend is on this. This is good. It's good. Such a good fucking batch. It is. It's um the the thirty three is delicioso. It's just brighter than um. It's brighter than I think the thirty two. I think that thirty two brings a little more oakiness, maybe. Mm, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, one sixteen is is a nice ABV. Mm-hmm. The the crazy thing. So um, we had a guest lined up for tonight, and he uh, had a little. 
little run-in with a rolled ankle. Um, so he didn't make it in tonight, but he's going to be here in a couple of weeks. But we were talking the other night. He was over. We were talking about whiskeys. And he his main drink is like Woodford, Knob Creek, yeah, Russell's, shit like that. And uh, and so I, I showed him. I know. I asked him how he drank it. He said he likes it. Some people do. I don't know what's wrong. Is he friends with a different friend of ours? I, you could be, Mm. could be, could be. Um, Yeah, there's a likelihood of that. But anyway, so we were drinking this barrel, and uh, I think we were drinking the private release, which is, I think, 112, 116. I think it depends on the release, but yeah, that's around that ballpark. Yeah, it's around right there. And uh, and uh, we were, he commented on how that high ABV burns less than some of the stuff that he drinks mm-hmm. because it's so young. And I'm like, and these are perfectly blended, you know. And then he's just like, this is fucking amazing. He, <laughs> and he drank the rest. <laughs> I made him. I, I poured him like a solid two ounce pour, and I think he he probably cleaned it out in about three drinks. Mm. And and I was like, huh. Hell of a deal. He's used <laughs> to drinking Woodford. <laughs> so it's... Um, but he's a big guy. Oh, he's a big guy. But does that matter, though? Does it really matter how big you are and how, as far as how fast you drink? Oh, like a, a sip in a fucking mouth that has the capacity three times as my, my capacity of my mouth. It's not... He's, <laughs> he's not fucking... <laughs> he's not a, like a, a, one of those fucking giant trolls on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> He's not one of those fucking things. He's just a big dude. I don't think it's three times the size, but maybe it's a little, it's bigger. A bigger mouth, hypothetically, a bigger a sip mouth, would yeah. be. Because you know. I think he's like 6'6". Six, six. Mm. I think he's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, big dude. Um, but so, yeah, introduced him to some good whiskeys, and he was just commenting on how, how great the barrel line is, which we already know that, and um, how smooth it is given the high ABV. So, that's all. Yeah, man. You pitch him on sex underwear. I told him we were going to talk about it. <laughs> I told him we were going to talk about it. And I told him about Shawnee's uh, button. Uh, button. Oh, <laughs> I talked to Jason. <laughs> Jason comes up to me. Uh, we were at Swami Stock, and because uh, hey man, how's it going? Yeah, and he goes, he goes. So I, I started your, your last episode, and I go, yeah, and he goes, I had to turn that shit off. And I go, why? He goes, because you spent the first 10 minutes talking about my junk. And I was like, don't blame me, bro. You know who to blame for that, and it's not me. I don't remember that. Well, apparently, well, we, I don't think we spent the first 10 minutes yeah. talking about it, but apparently we mentioned, you know, the, the Python content. pouch, probably. Yeah. That's what we did. Mm. Either way. Whatever. He, he, he was just like, nah. Had to turn it off. I'm like, you just fucking, you missed a lot of good shit. Yeah. Just wait till he listens to this next Christmas in July. Oh, really? Is it on there too? No, we don't talk about it. <laughs> Dude, that was before Shawnee. Oh, it was. That shit's back from Christmas. <laughs> well, <that's> from, <laughs> yeah, correct. That, uh, I, when I got home from work, this isn't to Kyle, this is to everybody else. I came home from work today and Kyle was working on uploading our. Most recent episode dropped today, which not today when you're listening to this, but today as I'm sitting here, and it was uh, titled Christmas in July, and I come in my living room, and Kyle is fucking crying. His eyes are just gushing tears. He's laughing so fucking hard, doubled over in the chair, and I'm like, what is wrong? And then he played me 
like fucking seven <laughs> seconds of the podcast from Christmas in July. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, what is that? It was off the it rails. Got it quick. got real weird real quick. Thanks to Bill. Thank you, Bill. Bill Lent. If, I'm sure if you, if you listen to this, you probably listen to Christmas in July. And Bill Lent so many amazing voices and inspired us. He did. In our, in our own search for our inner character voices. Before that, okay, you didn't hear this part. Our, uh, our Street Fighter, our Mortal Kombat sounds were in that episode, too. Oh, really? Oh, yes. nice. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was a different episode. I think it was, but we redid it, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, that's why. You were telling a story, and everyone already heard this, so sorry for the repeat. You were telling the story about the kid who was getting swung around and whipped at a goose. Like the dad was fending off a goose, and he oh, used yeah. his kid as the he defense. Used, yeah, and he, <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Oh, my God. And yeah. he's like, <laughs> Oh, oh shit yes that i do remember that that was hilarious fucking hey man uh mm. if you haven't listened to christmas in july and you're listening to this one something's wrong with you that's right you missed out on christmas in july because this is july and christmas <laughs> <laughs> so you waited technically you strategically waited to july 24th yeah, once we said it was going to release and we started joking Christmas in July, this it had to wait till Christmas yeah. in July, which is today, to July 24th. Which also allowed you to not have to do any editing whatsoever <laughs> for the last month and a half. Dude, we I uploaded, when was the last time I uploaded? Uh, April? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm Look a, it up. Look it up. I'm looking it up. I'm a busy guy. Congratulations, you have one play. Well, it's only been uploaded for 12 minutes. Get out of here. June. June what? 26th. June 26th? <laughs> you had a June 26th? That's the last one before Christmas in July? Yeah. Oh, so it was only a month? It was only a month. It's only a month. Back off. What about that? What about before June 26th? It's something. <laughs> it's been a busy we, yeah, time. Yeah, we've been, we've been rolling. Oh, dude, I'm going to go look at a property tomorrow. Mm. 23 acres mm-hmm. out on County W. So, I just been... Is this one we looked at? Huh? We are talking about the other one on off 33. Yeah, that one just got... Is it got a contingent offer on it? Yeah, and then we were looking... I pulled up Realtor, and we were talking through a couple of them. I don't know if we looked at... I don't remember looking okay, at this doesn't one. doesn't matter. This is a, a ranch house. A um, couple of sheds. One of them's outfitted like a horse barn. Mm. Um, 23 acres, some woods, and... Um, different stuff and uh, um so where i'm just kind of trying to feel out what i want to do right move forward with my business as far as like what's going to mo- make the most sense for storing everything in one place while also making a good financial decision because mm-hmm. if five hundred thousand dollars is probably what this thing's going to go for yeah is going to be that's a that's a hefty hefty mortgage even with 20 percent down which i don't even know if i could Pull up twenty percent down. What is that? Hundred grand. Hundred grand. I don't think I could pull out a hundred grand right now. No, I know I couldn't. Um, so if I put in ten percent down, put mm-hmm. fifty grand, then um, 
it's still a $450,000 mortgage. Yeah, it plus, is 7% rate right now. Yeah, plus taxes and, and right. realtor fees and all that shit. It's going to be $470,000 mortgage, whatever it is. So, um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's a, if it's a play or not, but I want to go feel it out. Mm-hmm. So I looked at that place out on BD, the one with the pillars in front mm-hmm. of it. And uh, that place didn't feel good. No. no, it just, no, um, it's, uh, I mean, it wasn't bad. Connor liked it. He went through it with me, him and Dylan did. It was just like, felt really cobbled together. And, and I understand like if you, you know, have a certain amount of money, but that one was still 525. Yeah. And at 525, it's only five acres where for the same price, you can get 25 acres, right. like 23 acres. And, uh, and hopefully it's not cobbled together. Like, I mean, cause it's less about the, is it less about the house and more about the, the outbuildings and stuff like that? Well, that's, that's the thing, right? Is that it's, um, it's, it's more about what I want my, like, where do I want to move my future? Mm-hmm. Like, um, if, it, if I'm buying it, I still want a decent house, Yeah, you know? And, and then it's like the, the, the question is, it's like, what are the potential uh, moves for me to, given the house I'm in right now and the house on whatever property I look at, you know? So it's like, if there's, if there's a potential opportunity for me to take a house on the property I'm looking at and rent that house mm-hmm. all the while keeping the land in use for me and just rent out the house and the garage and like the yard and then the rest of it would be mine to use. Well, then they would be help me pay for the mortgage on that sure. giant ass property, and I could continue to live here, which isn't a bad deal, you right. know. It's because um, you know I wouldn't mind having some land, mm-hmm. you know, have a place to just have my stuff, and then eventually get it set up to where it's like it'd be my house, and mm-hmm. and have a, have the shop I want, and everything else built out there the way I want it to be built. You know, that would be the long term goal. You know, but like I can't buy a five hundred thousand dollar property and then build a four hundred thousand dollar shop. Mm-hmm. You know, don't like just that's not in the cards, right? So then, um, but yeah, it just yeah. So you'd either have to. I mean, you, you get in something like that. Either you live out there and rent out this house plus the Airbnb, or you get rid of this house, basically, right? Yeah, it would be, or you live here, manage the Airbnb, and then rent out that house, right? Yeah, those yeah. would be the three options. Yeah. And I don't think I want to get rid of the Airbnb here. It's, no, you and it's such a beautiful house, man. It's just it is, and it's and it does well. Yeah. You know, it it like it pays for itself mostly. Right. So if I can do that effectively, it, I I feel like it almost be silly. Yeah, you know, it's it. more about getting rid of your property that you were deceived into, right? Or figuring out what I can do with it that's not what I was originally intentionally. Mm-hmm. And that's the other, I think that's kind of been a little bit of the little part of the big push for me to look at properties is because that thing is so sour, man. Yeah. It's very sour. It's a sour feeling out there. Um, and it's all, it's all one dude, Yeah, you know, which is crazy. And part of me, like, I wonder how much of that's in my head, right? Cause it's like, obviously this dude has gotten under my skin and it's, um, I mean, he's gotten me to the point where I got pissed off. And it's like, it's hard to piss me off. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, am I just allowing this dude to have power over me? You know, am I like, it, because it's what, kind of what it feels like. There's when I think about it in that way, it's like, oh, well, then you're kind of being a bitch. You know, like, maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you just need to like, be the, be like, 
be stronger, focus on it, and see if you can have work, find a workaround that's going to work for you while not giving away your power to this, this, this dude. And so just trying to, you know, I've been sitting with that just like the last day, really. Because I was, I was, uh, um, I went after I looked, looked at that house and then I looked at this other one. I was like, why am I doing this? You know, I really wanted to check in and see why it was that I was doing that. And, you know, there's, there's like, there's times when we, I like, I have to reflect before I make a big decision and, and just ask myself, why am I making this big decision? Is it really something that's necessary or am I reacting? Mm. You know? And part of me knows that it's partly a reaction to the situation I'm dealing with with the city, you know, and that other property. And, and so I want to I make sure I'm clean of that, you know, like I'm handling that the way I need to handle it, or at least just accept it. One of the two. Does that make sense? So fucking self-aware. <laughs> God. <laughs> kudos to you thanks bro (laughs) thanks i'm trying out here man i'm trying Mm. you ever have that though you ever feel like 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 you're just you're making a decision that's like just purely out of reaction Mm -hmm. and then because those are the ones that when i do that i look back and i'm like god i really fucking mm." especially big decisions yeah and big decisions you know i would just say a big financial decisions most people that are going to deal with are going to be what vehicles and property yeah vehicles and property yeah and then like um maybe like uh like like booking a big trip on the spur of the moment sure, or something sure, like that sure. it's gonna, you're, where you're going to spend a lot of money yeah but yeah the shit like that that's the stuff that's going to be the big the big financial yeah decisions i mean we've looked at um but it's not spare the moment. I mean, we're on freaking the interwebs all the time. Sam is looking at houses in Sauk and Prairie and around the area. Yeah. Just trying to get into that so- into the Sauk School District. But And I've driven. There's a couple. There's a new little subdivision in Merrimack. Well, it's not even in Merrimack. It's off of 78 there. Those, it's basically a fucking cornfield that they put a road through. Oh, it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's right there at the, at the 113 and 78. Yeah. 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 Yep. There's that. And then there's one next to the mobile station. If you're coming off a 113 and you would, ha- would hang a left there at, to go to, towards mobile, going towards Merrimack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then right, your first right, there's yeah. a subdivision back there. And there's a couple lots back there too now, but. Just lots. Just lots. What's yeah. a lot go for over well, there? Way too fucking much. What is it? They, well, in that, the. The mobile subdivision, they've got a couple lots that are like two and a half acres on a cul-de-sac that they want like 140 for. And then they have some smaller ones that are like half acre to 0.8 acres that they're still asking like 80 or something for. It's just, it's just way too much. Well, you're, you're in, in that specific subdivision, your proximity to the lake is pretty close. Yeah. And then so you go down to the cornfield. And for a one acre lot, they want 140 grand right now. What? But here's the thing those 2.4 acre lots that are for 140 grand in the, the lake subdivision or the cornfield ones, they've been sitting there for 
a year. Right. Unsold. Mm-hmm. I don't think one lot in that corn field subdivision has sold because they're fucking crazy prices for what they want for an acre. Yeah. Well, and honestly, at this point right now, they're no not, one's. Yeah. They're not in a hurry because they're still developing it. You know, it's like they, they're not going to be in crunch time until, until like they start to get in roads and sewer and all that shit. Like, well, that cornfield one, they put in a road. But, but I mean, like, like, you know, like the one over there on um, 33 next to T when they started getting the curbs in mm, and they, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and then the blacktop roads are going through and then they've got sewer and all that. The laterals are all done. Like when that's all done, sure. That's going to be, you know, maybe a little bit more of a crunch. They'll start discounting lots. Yeah. Well, know? and I, it's not like we could even afford it anyways, but those ones over by the lake, those have been for sale for almost two years. Yeah. And it's like, at some point, fuck man, I'll offer you half of what you're asking. Sure. Well, and that's the thing too, is like you, once you get the land, then you got to build the fucking house. Well, yeah, but you could sit on it for two years. Sure. Yeah. You can sit on it for as long as you want, Yeah, you know, but it's like, um, it's, uh, but ideally, right. You'd be building a house. And then the question is, can you even afford to build a house at the moment? That's, and that's where I'm going. It's just like when you, when, when you buy the land, so I met this, this kid, not a kid, he's, well, he's a kid to me, he's in his late 20s. Um, journeyman electrician, makes, makes really good money, uh, lives in Madison. And um, I don't remember where I ran into him, but he, uh, uh, he was talking to me about building this house. You can answer it. Should I? If you need to. Okay, well. This is a chill episode. It probably won't even release. <laughs> Dude. Dude, what's up? Are you doing the podcast? Yeah, we're doing podcast right now. You're on. I'm on. I'm live. You're live. Can you hear him? I can hear him. He yeah. can't hear me. I know that. Yeah. He. What's you, up? What's up? What are you doing? I can hear frogs chirping and shit. Yep. Yep. I'm walking past the frog pond, uh, looking at a sunset. Oh, look at you just taking in the sunset. It's romantic. Yep. He's Bill is one of the most romantic fucking dudes you'll ever meet in your life. <laughs> You wouldn't know it by looking at him, but well, he's a romance. I just uploaded the episode with me. If you can put that voice on and walk me through a sunset with frogs, I'm telling you. <laughs> Buddy, Kyle just uploaded the Christmas in July episode. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to like it very much. <laughs> he's not going to come back on. <laughs> yeah, you might not ever come back after that one. Oh, boy. The Christmas in July? You mean the one that we said we've never put on there? What? Is this the one that we recorded months ago and we were never going to air? Is this the one where we did all the voices? And I can't remember. I don't, that one just I, dropped. I don't remember <laughs> saying that we weren't going to air this one, but if it was, then, then we aired it. The only one we ever said we weren't going to air with Bill is the, the test. The test? The studio test. Oh, yeah. We didn't. No, we didn't. No, no, no. It's not that one. That was like a 30 minute or no, it wasn't that one. That was the one where I didn't even know we were recording. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't, we didn't, it's not that one. The voices? I don't remember the voices. Yeah, you guys did Just take uh, a listen, Monty bro. Python, um, Sling Blade. We did all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. And he did his play stuff or the, the Christmas Carol stuff. Oh, yeah, you did the Christmas Carol stuff too. Oh, really? Yeah. Podcast? Yeah, on the you, yeah, dude. That's the problem is that we were drunk. 
<laughs> we were we were drunk. Oh my it was it was insane. It was insane. Fucking okay. Kyle and I were just crying, laughing. We we're <laughs> it's oh off the rails, off the rails. Thanks, guys. Say. You're welcome. You wish you were here. We know it. Yep. All right, dude. Talk to you. All right. Have a good night. See you. You too, bud. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he knows we're podcasting, so just randomly calls to shoot the shit. Yeah. Are you podcasting? <laughs> Is that what you're doing? No, buddy. Mm-mm. I guess we used to not start till 8. We've been getting earlier. What time is it? 7.50. Oh. That's what's going on. He thought he, he, he could was, beat us. Yeah, he thought he'd beat he'd beat us to the punch. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, it's a pretty fine. chill day for us. Yeah, it's super chill. What the fuck were you we just talking about? Uh, houses, property, properties. Oh yeah, so this guy he um he was gonna uh he was gonna build a house. So he's like, I got so lucky, man. He goes, I got two acres. Picked it up for like ninety five thousand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's okay. That's pretty solid, you know. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, it's just him and his girlfriend or him and his whatever girlfriend or wife i can't remember if he said they were married or not for some reason i'm thinking they weren't because i'm bringing it up um but he's like you know and he said the house was 650 yeah so he's into it for 750 plus all the taxes in for to it for eight hundred thousand dollars, and he's in his 20s yeah and and on one hand if he can figure out a way to swing it then he's then by the time he retires, he'll have this house and two acres, and it'll be paid off, and right, you know, it'll be worth a million dollars, you know, great. But on the other hand, he's in his twenties, and he's going to spend his first twenties, thirties, and forties strapped, yeah, to work to. trying to make this payment, yeah. So it's where's the it's the balance, right? Yeah. So, you know, when I look at, I think the general rule of thumb is like. And it, it depends on who you listen to, but it's like your mortgage and property taxes, like your home stuff. So the mortgage, the property taxes, and I don't remember if they include house insurance in that or not. It's like probably a third of your take-home pay. Yeah. Like if you want to be comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were, you know, I've contemplated, I'd love to build ideally. And, it, and we wouldn't build a huge house. Um, Maybe like a 2,000 square foot, two-story house. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have some architects that we work with for the club just in random projects, and we're doing one in Toma. And I've gotten to be kind of good friends with a younger guy there. And I asked him point blank. I'm like, bro, is it even possible right now today to build a 2,000 square foot, two-story house, not super intricate, for less than $400,000? And he goes, oofed. I don't think so. Really? I'm like, God damn it. So that means I'm, I'm into it for a half a million dollars to buy a fucking lot and to put up a basic house. At minimum. Right. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Because you need a house for all you and your kids. Impossible. Well, and I think, okay, like 2,000 square foot I think would be appropriate for us because I, I envision that being like a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath like half bathroom downstairs, all the bedrooms upstairs with a master bath and a regular bath. Yeah. But understand where we're coming from on our main level is like 1,100 square feet. Yep. Yeah, you got a small house. We got a small house. And so 2,000 square foot seems like a fucking mansion. And that's the thing. This house that went 23 acres, the main level is like 1,200 square feet. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like my house. Yeah, it's like your house. It is. It's a ranch. The the basement's um, finished. 
another 900 square feet in the basement. Mm -hmm. I think total, it's like, oh, it's only like 1,900, 2,000. So I guess there's only maybe 1,100 um, square feet on the main floor. Yeah. So small house. And it's a three bedroom, two bath. Um, but when I think about it, it's like, fuck, do I need any more than that for? Yeah. I mean, other than when your kids are coming to visit and hang out. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you know. Tell the big one to find his own place. Uh, if he fucking, he'd move with me. You know, he would. <laughs> Especially if I had 23 acres in a shop. True. He's like, I'm going to build my house over here. To yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's never fucking moving out, which if he built his house on a property, that'd be cool. I'd be all right with that. There's, there's like outbuildings. You could put one of those like little uh, mini split units that heat and cool. Oh, yeah. You just wall mount. Boom. There you go. Livable. Done. You just like uh, take the upstairs of the shop and just build it out into yeah, an apartment. Man. Loft that shit up. Yeah, you could just build it out into an apartment. He can have his apartment above the shop. There you go. Done and done. Rent. Wake Rent his ass done. up at five every morning. Just start. <laughs> random shit. <laughs> I'm working down here. He'd love that. He'd love that. Yeah, man, it's crazy. And then, oh, and so we've looked at moving into Soccer Prairie, and I, I've kind of, I haven't said put the kibosh on it, but I'm, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. Property taxes in Prairie and Sauk are fucking outrageous. You think you're outrageous here? Yeah, bro. I do. We looked at, we didn't even look. We looked online mm -hmm. at like a couple houses, and a house the same size we have is a selling for like five hundred thousand dollars down there, and the property taxes are like nine thousand dollars a year. What the fuck, bro? Uh, I can't on like a half acre lot. Not even like a point three acre lot. Holy I can't shit. save an extra. I can't buy a five hundred thousand dollars house and then save an additional eight hundred dollars a month just for property taxes. Wow, that's crazy. You're looking at forty five hundred dollars a month. Easy. Yeah. Newsflash. That's more than I bring home. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. So I don't think living in soccer prairies on the fucking docket. Yeah. Well, they're they're building a couple new subdivisions in Baraboo. Yeah, but the point that we want to move is to get into the Sock School District. Right. So how would you get into the Sock School District without moving the Sock? Merrimack. That's what I'm saying. Merrimack's where it's at. And that's why I was looking at those lots is because it gets us into Merrimack. How, where's the, Sox where's the line for Merrimack? Um, it's if you're going 113, South Shore Road is on your right, and then whatever road it is to go to Devil's Head's on your left. Mm -hmm. that road you have to go past that road so there's a lot you have to go past dl yeah so there's a lot on dl over by like devil's head yep but that's baraboo district because it's on it's on the, the, it's on the, the other side the of the north road. side of correct. the road correct yeah. i know what you're talking about yep. i know which lot you're talking about because i saw that ben rule was actually thinking about buying them i we looked at that lot as well but that's sock or that's baraboo district on that side of the road hmm. you could buy that uh fucking schoolhouse and barn and shit that's for sale. That's some Merrimack. I didn't see that. You know what I'm talking about? Right no. there on the corner, the old schoolhouse right there when you go up to Devil's Head, right there, mm. there's a like mm -hmm. old restaurant on the corner. There's a little house, there's a Victorian house in Merrimack that's been for sale for a while, but it's kind of like this, but it's like more woody <laughs> and probably haunted as fuck. And I don't know <laughs> if I can do it, man. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> like more wood woodwork you mean in the in the house yeah like wood paneling and shit like oh, that okay 
like like old or new wood paneling old okay so at least it's like tasteful wood paneling yeah but it's gotta be fucking haunted (laughs) it's gotta be haunted and it's got like the greenish carpets and shit oh shit so it hasn't been fucking dealt with in a while no which is probably why it's the price it is i had an ex-girlfriend she um moved to merrimack and she was renting this house in merrimack and uh it was super fucking cheap she gets like fucking cheap couldn't believe how cheap this house was so she's living there and shit and she always had like this weird vibe in the house it was always just super fucking weird and uh um and so like she'd been there for like a few months and she just had like some weird things happen she just felt a little uneasy sometimes she was by herself and uh she was talking to a friend of mine we're all sitting around shooting shit having a beer and uh um she's like yeah she goes i just this house is so weird i don't know what you know and he goes he goes where did you say you live again she goes i live in merrimack and there's this little house kind of down by the water and this and that and he goes is it blue and she's like yeah he goes two-story yeah yeah yeah. that's that's the one she goes yes because a fucking dude hung himself there and she (laughs) goes what and he, he goes yeah like, nobody will live in that house because it's haunted as fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> and she just found out then. That's fucked up. But I, I, I thought you had to disclose so that. So I, I, I was just going to say, I think you have to disclose that. And it wasn't disclosed to her, so she was able to get out of her. Oh, lease. Oh, man. Yeah, I think now for sure you have to disclose if someone dies in the property. Yeah. I don't know if it's for renting or just home sales, but I'm pretty sure you have to disclose that shit. Yeah. Fuck, man. Telling you. Telling you. See? Fuck that. Creepy so, shit. So you don't know, right? You just, you gotta, you don't gotta know do your due diligence. Okay. What are they asking for that house in Mac? I don't know. I thought it was like 280 or something like that. <clears throat> I'll pull it up for you because we got time. You should pull it up. I'll pull, I'll pull up mine. You pull up yours. It's always been my dream to fucking build a house though i know i I get that but it's yeah it's it's a worthless dream if you can't fucking do it 295 300 what's the what's the square footage of this place uh 1700 how old is it looks pretty old Jeez, turn your brightness up. I'm fucking old, dude. Oh, man. Sorry. God. Do my eyes. I know I talk about this, but it's so fucked up, man. It's, uh, um. The green carpet's tasteful. More tasteful than I remember. Oh, it's on a little hill. Nice little, nice little porch on it. Mm-hmm. That, is that the front door, like right there in the middle? Yeah, I think so. That's kind of weird. Well, I think that opens up into like a porch. Oh, it's like a little foyer? Yeah. Oh, that's better. Yeah, there's a lot of wood. Dude, the wood looks nice. Just looks haunted. (laughs) Could be. Could be. Maybe it's just the way they decorate it. Yeah. It needs some outdated. It's, uh, It's outdated. Yeah. Fuck is with that weird chair. There's like some little weird fucking chair that you'd see like in the corner of the <laughs> just fucking start randomly moving. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of creepy. All oh, those fucking benches are creepy on the porch too. 
Looks like it's, it's a pretty skinny little porch. But it's got a little sunroom on it. The eat-in kitchen. Oh, yeah. Kitchen needs a little work. It's kind of like a kitchen like my house. All fucking doors everywhere. Yeah, it's all piecemeal. It's got a cool bay window. Ooh, clawfoot tub, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Old school shit. It's just like my house. The fucking refrigerator is like in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah, it's just randomly placed. And then you got the red room and the orange room. Dude, why do fucking people paint their houses? I don't so, know. So, like, you know, when, when, <laughs> when, I sold, when I was selling the house, I got told by so many realtors, neutral. Mm-hmm. Give people a blank canvas. But, like, when people walk into a house with really bold colors, they'll fucking shut down. Like, they'll walk in and go, mm, God. It's hard to see past it. It really is. They painted a fucking ceiling pink, dude. I know. Holy shit. Just for that alone, they ought to be able to knock it down to two hundo. Oh, that house has been sitting there for at least two months. In today's market, two months is a long time, which is crazy to say. Fuck yeah. Really long time. Oh, you got a little shed? Got a little shed on it. Cute little barn shed. Yeah. Um, but so the problem with that house so here's the trade-offs with this place right it's uh it's 1700 square feet so it's technically bigger than our house but our house also has a basement which is usable mm-hmm. which i would argue gets us to closer to 1900 square feet i think we have is your basement finished 800 square it, feet of it is yeah okay so then that's so actually we now, actually nowadays have, you have to count that as part of your okay years. so then we have 2000 square you feet have 2000 yeah so so you got two thousand, and that house probably doesn't have a usable basement to to hang out in. But if we built a two thousand square foot house, then we'd hypothetically have another thousand in the basement. So, right. So you're thinking two thousand above ground, correct? Yeah. So potentially three thousand. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at. Little ranch. Yeah, for sure. You know, so. I, so I went and looked at that one. Cute shaker siding, though. I like it. Yeah. Um, I went and looked at that one that's out on BD. And I think one of the problems I had with it is that for the money, I kind of want something that has long-term potential. You know? And I don't think that place has long-term potential for, with, for me. Mm. And I, have, I certainly have my entrepreneurial mindset. What are you thinking? I don't think you can transition from a gas stove to an electric stove. Yeah, we can fucking put some gas in there. LP. That's, that's what I LP. wish we would have done in our house now. We, when we bought that house, I mean, there wasn't even floors in it. Mm-hmm. It would have been so easy to run a gas line and put in oh. a fucking gas range in. Easy. And I didn't. And I wish I would have. Tis, tis, tis. I know. Yeah, man, it's a nice little house. Yeah, you get to that. There's like a, there's a couple sheds, right? I don't know. I'm still looking at a basement. Oh, there's, there's like 89 pictures on the house. There's a lot of pictures on this house. Fireplace. They, they got pictures of like the big bucks that are running. I was going to say a random fucking tree stand in the middle of your yeah. yard. There's like fucking tree stands. There's like a there's like a, a big stand too. Like a, what does that say? Applewood Orchard? You got apple trees on the property? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, no. Then they're horse stalls. Yeah. Maybe they're like... Uh, like, what are the, don't they call horse poop like ground apples or something like that? Oh, not a fucking horse guy. That building is buried as shit. 
Is what? That, that building is buried as shit. Yeah, okay, so that's... That's, that's, the, where, that's where the guy died. That that building there... So it, there, there did used to be an orchard, I guess, on the property. Okay. So that's where they <clears throat> stored the apples, apparently. Yeah, man, that, that looks like a nice building or a nice little house. Yeah, and then they got, like... Yeah, some big bucks. Pictures of some bucks on there. Isn't stuff. that funny when the, the transition, when you get, like, to property in Wisconsin, it's like they got to show the pictures of the deer? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because you never know, like, if that's you can't gun hunt on twenty acres, can you? Oh, fuck yeah, can you? You can. You all you I gotta do, you all you got gotta do is be fifty feet away from property lines in a road. All right. So you can totally hunt on twenty acres. There's like a. There's like. A, look at this stand. Mm. It's like a fucking whole sit-in. Yeah, it is. Stand, stand. It's like a fucking one of those above ground like portable sheds although it's stilts if you look at the bottom it looks like there's some shit hanging off of it so it might be falling apart <laughs> you never know right you can salvage the siding and the windows yeah um so anyway yeah it's it's the other part of it i guess for me like i was saying is like i feel like after looking at that one house i do feel like i kind of want something that's got some long-term potential as well sure not just like short-term get get my shit at some place and yeah. you know all that and so what do i want long term i've always wanted a little piece of land yeah you know doesn't have to be anything fucking huge but i didn't see where on w is this it's halfway between here and portage basically okay. um i don't know would you be okay with that location long term yeah that wouldn't bother me that wouldn't bother me i mean w is fine and it's kind of out in the woods but it's not very far from baraboo it's only like 10 minutes from baraboo yeah so, you know, the biggest, you know, the biggest drive my crew members would have, the ones in town anyway, like work-wise would be 10 minutes. Yeah, but I mean, like your lifestyle, like you walk downtown to the farmer's market or to concerts on the square. To I, I never do concerts on the square anymore. Shut up. I'm painting you like a person. I, I know you are. really involved in your community. I am involved in the community. The, the, the thing is that I recognize is that when I, like, I do like the farmer's market. I enjoy that. Um, but most of the places I end up going in Baraboo, I end up driving. Mm. You know, like Devil's Lake, um, Tumble Rock. Uh, I do sometimes drive or walk to Driftless if I go down there for sure. dinner or whatever. And then every once in a while I walk downtown, but it's like, like I'm driving so much. Yeah, you know, it's really not like, it wouldn't be a serious inconvenience. So here's the thing. Every morning I get up, I walk my dog, you know, right. take her around a couple of blocks, same route, all that shit. It's like, if you have land. Yeah, she can, she can do just, what the fuck she wants to yeah, do. Yeah, she can just, I could even just like fucking set up like a perimeter of underground fence and just let her fucking hang, you know, and it'd be so fucking easy. I mean, you could throw up, a, you could easily fence in a quote backyard and take up, I mean, it could be. Not even that right. But that's big. why I would do underground. It's because yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't need. I wouldn't really. If I had that much land, I wouldn't want to fence off the yard. You know. Well, it'd be more of a dog run than right. If, but right, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah underground. Yeah. So if you could, <clears throat> if you could do that, and she could just be, yeah. you know, and so the, okay, so I'd get up in the morning, let her outside, do her thing, whatever. She could run around and sniff and do whatever she wants to do, and then if we want to go for a walk, we could just fucking go on the twenty acres. Yeah. You know, and then. It's farmer's market, shit like that. I can drive to town for that. I, fuck, I'd probably have my own garden if I had a place out there like mm-hmm. that, you know? 
it's like I'd have a garden. I'd have shit like that. Like I used to have a garden and I really liked it. I had fucking chickens. I had all kinds of shit. Nice. Yeah. And it's like, I, I really, I did enjoy that. You know, there is part of that that I did really enjoy. I can see you with chickens. You eat so many fucking eggs probably. Yeah. I eat a lot of Call Connor. Eggs. Come eat a half dozen eggs. Okay. <laughs> fuck that it just he'd be like dad you're out of eggs <laughs> it won't be me telling him to come in he'll be announcing that I'm dad you check the chickens we're out of eggs yeah dad hey dad go get the chickens damn it i just sold a dozen no 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 so, yeah so anyway i could see it i could see it i could see having a place you know and um and so it's again reflecting i just want to make sure I can't make sure. That's a that's a not a uh, emotionally intelligent way of saying it. I want to be uh, intentional, to use your word, in a sense that I'm making decisions that are going to continue to benefit me for my future. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I, I'm not 25 anymore. You know, at 45, I really have to think about the decisions I make and how I make them. Because my few, between now and retirement is now shorter than it was between when I started my, my working life and now. Yeah, sure. So I'm at that, that middle point, right, where the decisions I make, I'm putting myself in a position where I'm setting myself up for long term, you know. Um, and I could stay in this house forever, the house I'm in right now, easily be no problem, you know, but there's also minimum outside space, mm-hmm. you know, if, um, if I, like, if I want to have just like some space, you know, it's just like, I think like going to your uncle's place, not great. He was, he's got 80 acres, right? No, you keep saying that, how, dude. How much, how much property he got? Like 300. He's got 300 acres. He's got 300 acres? Yes, we've been over this. Holy <laughs> shit. So, so, wow. I didn't realize it was 300. <laughs> you always say 80. I'm like, bro, there's way more than 80 acres. I don't know what you're thinking here. <laughs> huh. He's got 300 acres. I think the hillside that I hunt on alone is 35 acres. Oh, the ridge up. Yeah. Now, is that surface area or is that like topographical if you look down on it? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. Because I would think they would measure point to point. And, I would think you would elevation be, out of it. I, I think that I would think that as well. But it's still three something. So it's 200 deep and 100 wide, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a big rectangle. Yeah. Son of a bitch. 300 acres. Who would have thought? <laughs> what well, takes us, what? A solid. Oh, to drive back there? To drive back there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's, it's a big piece of property. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's deceivingly large because a third of it, if not more than a third of it, is a field. Right. And so I think that is deceiving. Yeah, because when, you, when I think about it, we're, when we sit at the cabin, we, we look all the way down to the end of the field. It's like, it's a long fucking ways. Yeah, it's like a half fucking mile. Yeah, at least. At least. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, going back to my 
piddly 23 acres. <laughs> I just, when I'm out there at your uncle's place, I think about like what that's like to, like to be able to have family come out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and spend time and kids and grandkids or whatever, you know, if that's ever a thing for me, then like it's, um, yeah, you know, I guess it's, I guess it's like, I'm like trying to figure out what my, what my home looks like when I'm 65, 70. Yeah. You know, what does that look like for me? And I'm leaning towards more like having a piece of property and a garden and shit like that, you know, than I am, uh, living in a house in town, but I don't know, you know, I don't know. There's a, there's a certainly an ease that comes with being in, in town as well. A lot less shit to take care of. Yeah. But my, the ta- but then you, then you listen to like Tyler. Mm-hmm. And he fucking loves mm. being in the middle of nowhere. Property to do what he wants. And I think, <clears throat> not to say the manly man, but it's like, that's the dude's dream. I, I, it's always been mine. I, I don't have many friends who their dream has been to live it, from where we're, we're from, rural Wisconsin, yep. to live in town in a city. Right. Like, I don't know many people like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy a fucking high rise and live in town. And that's the, that's the life. Everyone is like, oh, man, I want a piece of land away from it all. Yep. Like, that is where we're from. That's like the guy's dream. Well, that's like the, yeah, that's the, that's the. And I shouldn't say guys, because that's, that's my wife's dream, too. She would love fucking six to eight acres to have a little mini farm at. Mm-hmm. She would love it. Yep. Yeah, and, and yeah, it did for a long time. I mean, I had a farm. I loved having right. a farm. My farm was actually 80 acres. <laughs> Maybe that was, that's where I'm getting shit confused. <laughs> the farm I had was actually 80 acres. We justify it. We say, well, we only do our stuff on 80 acres. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That works. Um, but it was. It, it was like, so it's, it's interesting, the stages of life, right? When we have little kids... It's like um, I really loved having like a farm mm. with when Connor was little. It was awesome. Oh, okay. but it was also a, a big responsibility because I'm I want to spend as much time with him as I can, and you're also taking care of a farm. You sure. got animals and all that shit. But at the same time, they're learning so much about the world. That's interesting. See, our conversation right now is where can we live that has kids in a neighborhood that they could play with, right? You know, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, looking at my kids and seeing how they were raised and where they grew up and everything, they all had a heavy dose of exposure to being on a farm. Mm -hmm. So after we sold the farm, their grandfather still had his farm and they went up there and they rode horses and dealt with chickens and went to feed the goats and milk the goats and they experienced a lot of that. And then for a while, I had a property on 10 acres outside of town. And they, they got to have a garden. They got to have chickens. They got to be outside. And they got to run through the trees and all that shit. And there's something so primal mm. about that. And, I, and I, I really do believe that their involvement, their uh, in, in, uh, inclusion with nature really shaped them. Sure. Sure. be who they are. See, we don't have, we have more 
exposure with our kids to commercial farming. You know, our Sam's brother co-owns a an actual farm. Yeah, with a like dairy, a working farm, like a dairy. Yeah, we had a dairy, but it wasn't like that. But and so yeah. yeah, you know, so so they're able to go see calves being raised and a pen mm-hmm. full of cattle, and then they get to go on tractor rides. Like it's just a, but it's a different farm. Oh, than yeah. I think we're ta- we're talking more like homestead. Yeah. Well. Well. And when it's your farm, you're the one out there, dirty. Right. With the calves, feeding the calves, helping out around the farm, being part of like the day-to-day, the baby animals, the animals dying, like the, the food growing. You see your parents on their hands and knees weeding gardens and picking fruit and vegetables. Like you see that on a day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're just visiting. Yeah, it's just more of an experience and it's a fun thing. Yeah, it's a fun thing. And, um, and so it's like, and I, I remember, you know, trying to find, like, when we moved to town, um, we really hoped that we could find a place where there were other kids to play with. And, and we did find an amazing community of, of people to play with, and they had a lot of friends that they grew up together with. So it's like that, I guess, the combination of being able to have those experiences while still having a lot of friends at the same time. Yeah. So... If you're raising a kid, I think, in the country, and I, I recognize that when my kids were in grade school and middle school, I was living out on Tower Road. I spent so much time driving back and forth to town. Yeah, right. You know, so it's like, it's, it's hard because, I, I should say it's hard. It's, it's, a, um, it's an interesting dynamic. In a, in a perfect world, I think that if I could have kids from ages zero to eight, and raise them on a farm. Mm. And then from eight to graduation, bring them to town, let yeah. them have their friends, and then they can, they can have a tight group of friends. They can do that, that life. Yeah. And because like eight to graduation is the most intensive part of raising kids. It's all the sports and the schools right, and, right, and, right, and, right, and right. all that shit that goes with that. There's so much involvement. And then, and then they're gone, right? And then there's a point where I think in my mind as I'm coming up with this. <laughs> as we're making this up on as the spot. I, as I'm making this up, is that when my kids get to that point where they're at the age where they start having kids, then I would want to be on the farm again. Right. You know, I want to have the land. I would want to have the space for them to experience that because it is something I think every kid should experience. I think so too, but like, so Lincoln right now, so we have... Where we live it isn't bad. There's not kids Lincoln's age. There's um, there's a family. So, you know, we share our property with... There's houses all around us except for in the front, right? Yep. So let's just say there's five houses. Well, two of those houses actually have kids. The house directly behind us has um, two boys. And then kind of kitty corner to our southwest has two girls. And they're both... All the kids are older, right? Like the, they both have teenage older siblings and then like 10, 11, 12 mm, year old sure. other ones. But Lincoln right now, it's like he just wants to hang out. So the one family of, with the girls have a trampoline and he's like, we'll be playing outside. And, and oh, I love this kid, but he's like, oh, my friends are outside. Can I go play? It's like, mm. yeah, man. 
and and there's and kudos to those parents because those girls are amazing you know you're 14 and let's just say 11 and a five-year-old comes over and then his two-year-old brother comes with them and they're great with them and they play games and they fucking are awesome that's awesome but it's like the kids like my friends Mm -hmm. it's like his friends are three times his age and he's calling them his friends and we're like the neighbor kids Right. And so, it's, but it's just like, it's such, it's so great to have that. And then we're like, oh, well, if we moved somewhere else, would he have neighbors in his age range? Because when I grew up, I had one, two, three, four kids on my street that became my, every one of them almost, except for one, was in my wedding. Like that was the crew. Right. That you hung out with. We'd fucking bike to each other's houses, we'd go to each other's basements and, that was your friend group. Yep. Re- understanding now your sons are growing up in a completely different environment and they're not going to have the same experience you had. For sure. So it's, it's like, I think as parents, we feel like we have a lot more control in our kids' experience and what, and they're in the, like the, the lives they live, but we really don't like, I think, I think, so many parents spend so much time like um uh fucking uh, manipulating their kids' environment mm, mm-hmm. to make it the most ideal environment that they think it should be sure for their kids to live the fullest life right and so they pick the right neighborhood with just the right amount of kids and the right schools and the right, and there's a playground this close and, and all the, all the things that, that seem like these are the number, these are the calculations that they made to come up with a perfect little soup for their kids to grow up. And then they could show up to a neighborhood and there could be a bunch of asshole kids there. True. Or, They could meet a kid and it'd be their best friend in the world. And then a fucking six months later, the kid might move. Mm -hmm. You know, like we don't know shit. Like we really don't. That's valid. You know, so it's like. Unfortunately, Sam and I are both extremely introverted people. And so it's not like we can go find people in his Lincoln's class and make friends with their parents. and be Like, oh, let's have a. Come on over. (laughs) We're like. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) What? But so, like, terrible at friendships. Don't 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 knock the experience you're giving your kids just because it doesn't seem like it's a quintessential experience. You know, it's like it's still theirs, and they're gonna make the most of it. Whatever the fuck they're doing, whatever they live, they will really make the most of it. You know, I don't. And it's like, and you guys are awesome parents. So I know for a fact that even if you had a place that wasn't in a neighborhood surrounded by kids their age, you're still going to take them to hockey and you're going to take them to things where they're going to see other kids. It's like maybe you're fucking not so social, but I think that there will still be opportunities for them Mm -hmm. to have those experiences. I'm just going to bring them over here, man. Great. Fucking bring them here, bro. We can drink and then they can fucking climb on you. Hey, dude, you're the jungle gym bro dude, oh i fucking love kids you know i love your kids they're awesome i will do we'll do nerf wars i'll get all the guns from the basement and we'll just run around the house and shoot each other we had a great time the other day so they 
there's a show on Disney, and I don't let them. I, they don't watch a ton of Disney because New Disney is kind of whack. New Disney's whack. Yeah, man. There's Tell some me weird more. Sh- there's some weird shit. Tell Disney me more. Does. I don't. I don't know what fucking New Disney is. It's just they just it, wait, wait, wait. Are it, you are you talking about the Little Mermaid thing? It got political, man. It just got political. Did you see the new Snow White shit? No. The actresses in Snow White said there's no prince needed because this Snow White is just going to be a leader. She doesn't need to be saved by a prince. So they're taking these classic stories and they're going. So, but anyways, long story short, the, Disney, and I don't know if it's produced by Disney, but they have it on. They have a show called Bluey. Yeah, have you seen I've heard this? of Bluey. Okay. Bluey just came back though, right? Like the dude just fucking disappeared. Is that the right guy? No. No, that's Blue's Clues. Oh, that's Blue's Clues. Sorry, my bad. Bluey is cartoons. Oh. But dogs. My nieces watch Bluey. Yeah, Bluey's hilarious. Yeah. And if you watch it as a parent, there's a lot of like, oh, yeah, this is true. But what Bluey does really well is the parents play with the kids amazingly. In one of the episodes, they pretend they have magic and like can control each other with these magic powers. So lately, my kids have been watching Bluey, and they watched that episode. So I had a magic nerf fight where... We each had magic powers and could make each other freeze or do random shit. And then we'd steal each other's Nerf guns and we'd hide them or we'd go hide and we'd blast each other. And it was... Sounds awesome. It was a ton of fun. Okay, so how's that fucked up? You said Disney's all fucked up. I'm just meant like with the fucking Snow White new shit coming out and adding the political messages. Like, it's not the lane, man. The lane is kids. <clears throat> but isn't... It seems like any any sort of major corporation is going down that lane now it really does unfortunately yeah you know it could, it's from fucking advertising to obviously the news is down there but like they're all they're all doing it and the what i don't understand is the impetus to um like they want to take history things that have happened in the past and they want to rewrite them, you know, in today's narrative. And it's like, I'm totally fine that if you want to create something in today's narrative that fits your narrative that's in today's world, great. Do it. If you want to do a princess movie where there's no princes, great. Do it. But it's like, do you have to, like, go back and take Snow White? And and tear it down, yeah, and, right. And, and 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 so, yeah, good. Well, I just you have to. They ran out of ideas at some point because they're just taking all the old animated movies and making them live action, and then yeah, that's been redoing a bit it. Of a bad deal. But but it's but yeah, I just I I get it. so take that movie, take Snow White, and just make a make a movie about a princess. And she's got other princesses, and they're all fucking happy and great, whatever. But don't fucking call it Snow White. Right. right. It's just like, call it something else. Well, I think with Snow White, there was a point where Disney was willing to take out the kiss to save the princess. Because it was like non-consensual. She was sleeping. Yeah. It's like, bro, it's just an old fucking... So, you know, it's... it's There's a point where understand the things were made in certain times except that they were made in certain times and be okay with how they were made you look at movies today adult movies 
and the most romantic, like sexually charged movies and all that is all about like people being dominated. You look at that Fifty Shades of Grey shit. Yeah. That was huge for so long. And it was all about this dude dominating. You know, it's like, it's like so, so we want to turn the world PC because we think that's what our kids are supposed to have while everybody else secretly wants to be all fucking raw. Yeah. You know, it's like there's this, I don't know. I think that it's like, um, I don't know if, it's, if, if virtue signaling is the kind of, is what I'm. Well, it's just. Yeah, I think everyone has their interest. Like, look at the Jason Aldean shit. Yep, 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 yep. Have you read the lyrics? I did. I listened to it. I watched the video. Yeah. Yeah. It's... So tell me this. How can... I'm going to read the lyrics. Sucker punch someone on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady on a, at a red light, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. Y'all think it's cool. Well, act like a, like a fool if you like. And, and it goes on. And then let's... Let's read another number one song lyric that didn't get any pushback. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. I Make that pillow game yep. weak. Yep. So two number one songs. Yep. One of those got outrage. Yep. I know. It, it, it's. He's white. He's a man, and he's a redneck, and it's it's uh, uh, he doesn't he's not he's not with the left, he's not with woke media, so he's gonna get the pushback. It's just bizarre. It is bizarre. I don't I don't disagree with that, and so I think it's all it's all it's it's the same thing as the Snow White thing. You know, everybody wants to have something to be upset about. Everybody wants to have a stance where they can be heard, where they can say, I'm on this side. And it happens on both sides. It really does. Sure. So with the Aldine thing, it's like somebody that maybe has a lot of followers heard that and got upset. And they said, this is, my, this is another moment for me to have a fucking hot take. You know, they threw out a hot take and a bunch of people retweeted it. And then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then somebody's like, people probably who didn't even read the lyrics or watch right. the video were like, oh, did you hear about the Jason Aldean song? That's so racist. It's this, it's that. And it's like, sure, he walks a line. Because obviously, like, the, the places he's talking about robbing liquor stores and carjacking people and shit, it's usually inner city shit, and that shit's usually people of color. There's, I mean, you can't deny that. Mm -hmm. So he's walking a line there in a sense, like, the, the acts he's talking about, probably the higher percentage of them are happening in inner cities or in larger cities and more people of color. But... He's talking about the acts. He's not talking about the people. He's talking about the decisions people are making. He's talking about the things they are doing. And the fact that if you tried to do that in a small town, you'd get a little fucking different idea of how life was. You know, I get that. I grew up in a small town. So maybe it's the same thing as fucking the gun control debate between people in cities and people in rural America, where if you didn't grow up there, you don't fucking get it. That sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, when you're out hunting bear, you got to pack a fucking gun. You know, maybe that's part of it too. Maybe we just need to 
go back to better days. Did you just say go back to the good old days? Said better days. What? Well, you said back. I was thinking something else. Now it's not going to fucking pull up. Go. Was I seen better days? No, I was (laughs) thinking small town. Okay. Hold on. We'll see if I can get this right, ladies and gentlemen. You don't know if I can. Probably can't. What's up with that? As a fucking ad. Oh. <laughs> way to go. Way to go. Son of a biscuit. YouTube. I can't do the, the fucking premium shit, that ad free stuff. Uh, I, just I won't do can't it. Justify I can't do it either. I don't watch enough of it. This is the real small town right there here. There you go. We need to go back to fucking some Springsteen. <laughs> I love this song, by the way. It's a good fucking song. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. It is a great song. So, he was talking about a small town, and he wasn't talking about jacking up liquor stores. I mean, he, how well, come wasn't he can't current be cool? events then? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So, Aldine was being controversial. I know he was, and it, I'm going to be was, controversial and be right back. It was, it wasn't, oh, you're going to be back. You got to go potty? Yeah. All right. Do your thing. Go potty. I, got, I saw this meme and it was a cartoon, but it was hilarious. And it was uh it was a plumber and an apprentice. And the apprentice was saying, You can stop telling people I'm potty training right now. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It was funny. So funny. Who's our guest? Where's the bathroom? Second door on the left, down the hall. Take a right. Is is it? Because it's so dark. Dude, you took you took like the fastest pee known to man. So I just was pulling up the images from this house. Guy's got a reloading station in the basement. Oh, the house you're looking at? Yeah. Hey, I got. I have a (laughs) make you happy. I have a single stage press that I wanted for Christmas. Okay, let me rephrase that. I ran out of ideas for Christmas one year. Okay. So I gave my mom the idea of a single stage reloading press. Uh-huh. And she got it for me. Yeah. And it's been in a box for three years. No way. Yeah. Three years? <laughs> Bro. Maybe, maybe two. I need to open that shit. I haven't reloaded in so long. Why? Time. Just time. I haven't even shot a gun in other than my deer rifle. I own more guns than I want to say on here. And I have only shot my deer rifle. Why don't probably. you want to say? Were you worried about the man's going to listen and count your guns? Maybe. Fucking listening, bro. There's people on here who listen to this podcast who would think less of me if I told you a number. Um, Yeah, man. I just haven't had time to even shoot, which is sad. I was going to say something. When I was joking about getting lost, I thought of something that we talked about or I mentioned in a podcast like two weeks ago, but we haven't released it, so it doesn't matter. And I said, oh, wait, wait, this is secretive. I can't tell you, but I'm going to tell you now because this is never going to drop. And by the time it drops, if we haven't done it, we're not going to do it. Okay, tell me. I want to for Tyler. Episode three, if we fucking, he would lose his mind. It would fucking melt his, we can't tell you what it is right now. And so like, we got to give him like a good hour before we do like a reveal. (laughs) And then then just watch him lose his fucking mind. All right. 
Oh, dude, that'd be. So the, will you help me? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll help you. Okay. Whatever we got to do. Legit. I am 100% in. I love it. All I right. really do. That's less legit. And in conjunction with that, we need to do another barrel. People have been asking me, and I just got to have the fucking motivation mm. to do another barrel. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's like, what's, in the, what's going in the barrel next? Not everybody, but enough people. And I'm getting low on inventory. And I don't know really? if I want... Yeah, I, I am. I thought you were, like, high on inventory. I was. I was, like, fucking... What the fuck you been doing? I was, like, fucking slinging that shit. I was, like... We literally just talked, like, man, I don't know if we need to buy shit until our Kentucky trip. We're going to Kentucky, No, no, no. Low on inventory. Oh, barrel-age stuff? Barrel-age Yeah, so am I. So I, I need, we need to do another barrel project. I had my last bottle of Old Fashioned. I have one bottle. And we did a swimming party with Sam's cousin, her husband, and her kids. And usually Sam's cousin's husband, if that makes sense, yeah. drinks. I'm just going to say he drinks. Okay, he just drinks. He usually brings a cooler and he drinks bush. Bud Light, but Bud yeah. Light. Okay. And then and then we were going to go to their house for dinner, which we did. And I thought he would drink then too. So I brought my last bottle of Old Fashioned Mix and I put some cherries in a little container oh, so I could cherry it Oh, you up. just brought your little, your little kit. So I brought my little kit thinking, oh, he's going to drink. I'll drink with him, but I'm not going to drink alone. Well, it turns out he had a bender the night before, and he didn't drink at all. Oh, no. So the whole night, I just had my stuff ready to go, but he never drank, so I never drank. So I still have one bottle left. Oh, you do? Okay. I do. Okay. But I'm down to that. Also, full disclosure, and you don't need to give me any more, your cherries fucking waxy as shit oh really (laughs) terrible oh no oh no bro did we talk about that on here i was putting them in the container i'm like i gotta try one of these because it smells like the candle and I, I had moved them to a mason jar with a screw top. It was so many cherries. It too. was so many. And so I moved them to the mason jar and I'm like, I need to try one because they smell like this candle. And I ate one. I'm like, oh my God. And I, I spit it out. And it was like, you spit it out? It was fucking oh wet. Oh my God. And so I'm like, wait, am I just imagining this? So I went downstairs and I had a little jar left. From the initial jar you gave me, and I tried one of those. I'm like, it was night and day. I'm like, oh fuck no! Oh, I fucked up. Fuck I no. Fucked up. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're not good. <laughs> okay, take it from me. Don't ever put anything in an old candle jar. It does not work. You can't clean it well enough to get that candle out of there. Oh my I god! So, I, so I kept Fuck. the jar. I kept Dude, the jar because I could I didn't. I, I couldn't get it in me to throw it away. Throw it away, bro! It's a full I'm fucking gonna, mason jar, gonna, full of it. I'm gonna give you some more. And, no, don't worry about it. No, right I'm now. giving you more, bro. I got. I fucking no. Uh, let me bring the container over. Fuck that! <laughs> Your container's contaminated. Watch that. Bitch. No, no, no. The other, the other container I have. You gave me an actual. Maraschino oh, cherry that container. One. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you have any left in that? No, I, I taste tested the last one oh, to see if it tasted one. like wax, oh. and it didn't. I'm like, oh, shit. This is bad. I can put them in a little Zippy Lock bag. You can take it with you. <sighs> Anywho. 
Oh my God. I forgot what we were talking about. Oh yeah. Barrel oh, project. Barrel. So I, what's going to be the next project for you? Are you so going back to old fashioned? I, I feel like I need to, because we've done two Manhattans. Mm-hmm. The old fashioned was really time consuming because I had to rotate the barrel. Mm. Cause the simple sits at the bottom. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I rotated it once a day. I will say, and I was not part of your old-fashioned project, but that was my favorite. Mine one. too. Mine too. And, and it was like, and it was the most basic fucking bourbon. Yeah. It was yellow label four roses. Yeah. You know, um, and it was uh, the simple syrup, and that's all that sat in there. What simple? Did, did you make your own simple no, syrup? No, I bought it. What was it? Roses? I don't know what it was. Oh. I bought it. I bought it at Pierce's, I think. Okay. So yeah, they have that big jug there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was no. It was. A, it was a. So it wasn't a jug. It was like a glass bottle. Oh. Yeah. It was a glass bottle. I I didn't want to buy like like. Basic. They have one that's like five bucks, and it's like. No, it wasn't that. No. I don't know. Thirty-two ounces. No, it was a glass bottle. Um. So I um. I took Logan to see the Portage Club. Because he's like, oh, yeah, I want to see the Porsche Club. I'm like, okay, let's come on. Let's go. So we went and we visited. He chatted with Eli, blah, 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 blah. And we're chatting about bourbon. I'm like, oh, I'll take you to your guy. My guy. Because I want to, A, see what he has. And B, if I don't, if he has something I don't want, I don't want to feel pressured. I can just say I'm introducing him to the store. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So we went. And we introduced, and he didn't have anything new, and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, well, here's a store I go to in Portage. So we went to his store. And there was fucking nothing there. And I felt guilty walking into his brand new store. I'm like, do you have simple syrup? <laughs> and the gal's like, no, you can just make that at home. It's really simple. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I want to just buy <laughs> But if I don't want to make it at home. She goes, we literally don't sell it because it's that easy to make. I'm like, okay, that's fair. Well, thanks anyways. Bye. <laughs> That's the dumbest fucking argument for not selling something ever. But at the same token, there's some validity to that. Yeah, but how many fucking things out there are easy to make that people buy? Yeah, so I've bought my simple syrup just from Festival. Yeah. They have little bottles of roses. It's like four bucks. Yeah, I get it. But I don't use enough to just like... No. To take the time to boil water and sugar on the fucking stove, or I'll spend four dollars. Well, and it'll last me for a month, right? And and that's like not to say my time's not worth four dollars to boil from fucking water and sugar, but I'll just—it's a lot of work. I'll just spend the four dollars when I'm grocery shopping, right? Well, that's the thing. You got to get a pan out. <laughs> got to fucking wash that bitch. You got to measure. Dawn's expensive to clean it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it, and this shit was made in a highly clean, like, certified kitchen. kitchen it's, it's fucking A1, baby. Laboratory style. <laughs> oh <my God>. what? <laughs> so dumb. So after I left last night, I was driving home. I'm like, man, I should have said something different to A-OK. Why? I don't know. And then I started thinking of like, what are some old sayings we used to say to say like, I'm doing great. And A1 steak sauce was one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And I should have said, oh, you mean like A1 steak sauce? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> A, 
I never heard nobody fucking say A1 steak sauce ever. You've never heard someone no, say that? No, never. There's a point in time where instead of saying A-OK, me and my friend group would say, oh, how's it going? A1 steak sauce, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I think that was you. I think that was all you, dog. All right, that's fair. A1 steak I mean, sauce. I was, so, uh, in fairness, at the time, we used to also go to this restaurant that's now closed in Sock. It's a pity. It's called, it used to be called the Press Box. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we would get Mountain Dews, and it would come in a glass, and we'd get cheese curds, and I would bite the cheese curd in half, right? And I'd have a little crust cup, and I'd dip that bitch in my fucking Mountain Dew and pop it in my mouth. You would so you'd bite the cheese curd in half and and eat the cheese. Yeah, pull the cheese the out and then I just have a crusty cup, half. And then you, I dip it in the Mountain Dew. Every 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 curd. No, like every other maybe. Every other. This fucking the weird shit. We used to, like, I used to take a hot dog and put it on a piece of white bread and put two pieces of American cheese on it hmm. and throw it in the microwave and you'd melt it. And it was like the most fucking, it was like rubber. It was like the rubber cheese with the rubber hot dog with a yeah. microwave piece of white bread is the most fucking delicious thing I could have ever made in my so life. Bizarre. I loved it so much. Bro, we were so stupid. We'd go to this, we'd go to this workout thing that the high school put on. And it'd be like 5.30 in the morning. So we'd go to this workout and the whole hockey team would go to this little fucking hole in the wall uh, breakfast place. It's closed now. Now it's the Jose's in Saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it used to be called Lystra's Diner. Yeah. And they had breakfast. And we all thought chocolate milk after a workout was the jam. Yep. So we'd fucking, like, buy them out of chocolate milk. We'd all have these giant glasses of chocolate milk. Well, the milk fucking, the, the, they, they did that. Like, that was a, a movement for a long time. Yeah. Chocolate milk was, like... Everybody needs to drink chocolate milk to get jacked. Yeah, man. So after our workouts, we'd be fucking everyone with like fucking 30 ounces of chocolate milk and a breakfast. And then we'd go to school. Legit. Yeah, bro. Hey, you know what? It could have been. It could have been. You don't know. Could have been. I mean, look at me now. Right. You fucking (laughs) jacked. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out what would be the thing that would be A-OK. Like, they want steak sauce, baby. I know, but like there had to have been some old timey shit. There was a movement where it was solid. How you doing? I'm solid. Solid, yeah. Solid's good. Solid's good. Um, there, you never, man. I feel like a loser if no one ever, no one else did a one steak sauce. I, I well, so here I was sheltered in the small town when I was growing up, so I didn't. Well, I mean, I grew up in Sock, bro. That's small town. Twelve hundred people, small. Okay, yeah. Sock's like three thousand. Yeah, so I was like, you're like twice as big as us. <laughs> But to, and also to be fair, like you were a different generation than me. Mm-hmm. So, but A one steak sauce, never heard it. Hmm. You heard of no cap? Mm-mm. That means no lie. It's like it's like uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. It's like it's like, it's like uh, no, I, it doesn't. No cap. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I got this. Uh, Jill works for me. She's like sixty. Yeah, I was gonna say Jill's generation doesn't count. Bro. I, I know. Well, so here's the thing, though. But but she said one day we I had this guy working for me and he called in and she goes I'm calling Cap I'm like what the fuck did you say she says I'm calling Cap 
I'm like, what are you talking about? You're calling cap. And she goes, oh, that means that's what the kids say nowadays. It means that they think it's a lie. I'm like, what the fuck? When do you start talking like kids? And she's just like, you know, I heard my kids say it, so I'm going to start saying it. (laughs) So she says like, she's like, I'm calling cap. You know, that's, that's her, that's her line. I'm calling cap. And it's like, but no cap means no lie. Oh, and you like, you remember when you were a kid, like if you were like serious about something, you say, swear to God. Yeah. You swear to God. Yep. Swear to God. Right. Now, even if you weren't religious, you swear to God, I swear to God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was a, yeah. So now it's on God. Oh, okay. You don't say swear to God. You say on God. Interesting. Yeah. So I was, I feel like I missed the generation where it was like, I swear on my mother's grave. Oh yeah. See, it went from mama's grave to God. <laughs> so there was well, so there, that was like the double dare, triple dare, like mm, mm-hmm. that's that generation where it's double like, dog do you dare. swear on your mother? You swear on your mother's grave? Because I remember that when I was little, we do like like my siblings and I. It's like, do you swear on your mother's grave? It's like, yeah, I swear on my mother's grave. I'm telling the truth. I swear on my mother's grave. So yeah, it was like, but your mom wasn't. My mom wasn't dead. Editing, remove. <laughs> So I had an interesting conversation, internesting. I had an internesting conversation the other day, which I thought, so it was like, it was about like a, um, taking a TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Okay. And how like, as we age as men, if we want to maintain, or even possibly if we go hard enough, increase our testosterone levels... We need to lift heavy weights. Yeah. We need to be very active physically. We need to be sexually active. Um, those are, and then we need to eat well and take care of our bodies. Key components of, of, of maintaining good testosterone levels. Sure. So then I thought about it. It's like kids today, there's a lot of, of boys that are so soft, so feminine, right? Their testosterone levels are not there. But then there are some boys where the testosterone levels are obviously through the fucking roof. You know, so it's like, um, there's a buddy of my kid, um, and he's just like, he's just little fucking, he's like same age as my kid, but he's super fucking jacked. And he walks around and he's got this fucking just level of confidence and this like, he fucking just like oozes this, Anyways, yeah. Anyways, to a point where I have seen, he's 15, I've seen grown women look at him and go, maybe. See, right. So why is it that, like, I, and, and I remember kids like this when I was in school. I was not one of them. But I remember kids like this when I was in school that, like, had this massive amount of testosterone. Like they were just like the jacked. Yeah, why are some kids jacked and some aren't? So, so I think what it is is this. So generally, in my memory from when my from my youth, the kids that were super jacked and like super full of testosterone, they were the ones that like always gotten fights with their brothers, were always fighting other kids, mm. got in trouble, running around like like they didn't have a lot of money, so they were always riding their bike and they were doing like dangerous shit, jumping off of rocks and swimming in the river and and you know just like doing really physical like push their limits kind of shit. Sure. So I think that like at a young age, young young men, young boys 
need to push themselves on their limits to create that that masculinity, that higher testosterone levels that honestly most young boys really wish they had. You know, they like when I was a kid, I looked around and it's like I dreamed that I could be like that. Mm-hmm. I dreamed that I could be that confident and that like girls would look at me the way girls looked at those guys, you know, and it was just like, and it, yeah, their attitude, like it's like they weren't, they were kind of dicks, but I think they were kind of dicks because they had so many options. You know, they were kind of dicks sure. because, because girls like showed them so much attention that they went to their head because they're a young sure, sure. kid and they got an ego that gets out of control. So like, if we, if as a society, no, I shouldn't say that. Society doesn't want masculine young men. They want effeminate young men. They want little boys that act like little girls, that do things right, that follow the rules, that are always nice, and they, and they dress nice, and they mind their manners, and they don't break things, and they don't run around and do like dirty boy, like run crazy things, like get dirty, get muddy, all that stuff. They don't want that. They want... They want kids that are obedient. They want kids that, that play nice. You know what I'm saying? And so we're, as a society, we're depriving young men even more of the opportunities to increase that testosterone levels and, and to really feel like what that means to be masculine. Yeah. And so it's like instead of parents putting their kids into football, they put their kids into tumbling. They put their kids into tennis. They put their kids. Hey, bro. In, yeah. I did gymnastics once. Yeah. Cool. How'd it go? I only did it once. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think that the whole level of testosterone production starts when they're very little. I really do. I think that when, when boys are young, if they don't have opportunities to push their bodies to, 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 for their bodies to say, we need more of this hormone because we're using it. You know, it's like as adult men, when we lift heavy weights, our body's like, fuck it, hey, we got promo- to produce testosterone because we need it because we're lifting heavy shit. That's where that, that comes from, you know? So it's like, why isn't it the same for little kids? I don't know. It's got to be. It's the same body. It's just bigger. Yeah, but when does that actually kick in? I don't know. When does testosterone kick in? Puberty, 12, 13, 14, okay. you know? But it's like, okay, so you, you've, I, we've all seen young boys that, like, hit puberty sooner, right? And right. generally, they're the kids. It's like the bad kids, the kids that do all the crazy shit, right? The kids that they're, like, um... Get, I don't, it, I don't it, agree with that. No? I don't mean bad. What I mean is, like, they're the kids that have all the freedom, they do whatever they want when they want. Okay. I feel like, like not bad, but like they're the ones that like that they have. Uh, uh, there's less controls put on them. Sure, you know. Um, and and I guess I inferred bad kids because they're generally the ones that push the limits more than the other kids. You know, so maybe not bad. Bad by an, from an adult perspective, but like as a as a as a kid, they're just pushing their limits and finding out. Yeah, that's fair. I was thinking back to my high school time and like, I'm thinking like, okay, who were the, those guys? And I can tell you who they were and they were all in a friend group, but maybe it was just beyond that point. You know, high school is beyond. I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think high school is beyond that. Slightly beyond. And so they were already in that phase. And so they were just kind of like, they already right grouped up. I'm, I'm talking like, this like would be like fifth, sixth, sixth seventh. Yeah. Even fifth grade. 
like 11, 12, 13, 14, right, right in that area. It's like, yeah, okay, little boys, they're still like whatever. Sure. They can play, play whatever they want to play, do whatever they want to do. But it's like, if you look at the little kids that like are fucking riding dirt bikes when they're four, you know, and they're and they're like uh like wrestling and and like mm-hmm. like out in the woods and doing shit like that and jumping off of trees and swimming in the creek and shit. It's just like they're priming. I think they're priming See, the testosterone pump. I don't disagree. And now I just need to buy my kid a fucking dirt bike. I'm telling you, that's that's I I really I wanted to. I'm telling you, I wanted. To. I know you do. I know you do. When I see adults with their kids when they do when they give their kids the opportunities to experience that more mm-hmm. more like i shouldn't say kids the boys when they give their boys more opportunities to experience that edge a little bit sure then those boys tend to have a little more masculine a little more testosterone forward yeah, okay. traits and so i think that like as we we steer all of our educational system all of our um, uh, uh, society norms towards being nice, being in control, following the rules, you know, doing what you're told, da 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 da. The more we do that, the more we're actually hurting our society by 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 depriving it of 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 masculine testosterone forward men. And I don't mean testosterone forward men like. Like fucking super fucking badasses that are like grunting and shit, but it's like we still need men, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's like it starts young, so what? So we need to start that young. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, one of the best compliments I think I ever got, and maybe it wasn't even the best, but the one that one that I remember, I was, <clears throat> I want to say a junior in high school, and my parents had this stupid fucking workout machine thing <clears throat> was it a bowflex no we weren't cool enough for a bowflex but it was like <laughs> it was so dumb it was like almost like hydraulic things like it had like uh cylinders and tubes that go through oh, it. okay but you had to like push both out and pull in so it was oh, like a wow. dual force kind of thing and it was in the basement, and I was living in the basement at the time, and so I was fucking around with it. And my arms and my shoulders specifically actually got kind of fucking... Got some, some definition. Definition would be a great word. And so I remember in gym class, for whatever reason, one day I wore a fucking tank top, like a sleeveless shirt. Uh-huh. And one of the girls was like, oh, shit, you have arms. <laughs> nice that's like right that's, was, like, that's like a booster right it there, was a man. huge boost like yeah okay <laughs> every day is gonna be sleepless now <laughs> welcome like, to the gun yeah, show every bitches. day was like but that's the thing right that's the motivation right bro how old were you well if i was in if i was a fucking junior then i would have been 16 okay so 16 years old that's that's the crazy thing is that's all it takes that's all it takes for your single fucking track mind at that age to be like, some chick said my <laughs> arms are nice. I'm going home and I'm cranking on this thing all day all long. All fucking day. All day. I, like, like my friends are going to want to hang out after school. I'm busy. I'm getting <laughs> jacked. <laughs> what was the best compliment in, as, as a teen? Oh. Do you remember? 
Some anything stick it's, with you? Yeah, it's fucking. It's like your twong is big. No, 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 <laughs> no. It would. So I was a softy. I was raised soft. Uh, yeah. Okay. Best compliment that I ever got when I was a kid was I was nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right. It was I was nice because that's all I had. That's mm-hmm. all I had was I was nice, you know. And so it was just like, well. <sighs> If the chicks think I'm a nice guy, then I'm going to fucking ride that fucking sure, nice thing. Bear, you know, yeah, I was the teddy bear. I was all, I was a big fat kid, you know, I was doughy and, but I was really nice, mm. you know? So it was just like, I re, like, it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> the fucking girls are like, he's the nicest guy in the school. It's like, if you only knew what I was thinking about, <laughs> you wouldn't say I was so nice. The mind is different than the... Well, that's the thing, right? That's the motivation. Yeah. Like, what what motivates a young man is fucking girls. Oh, yeah. I mean. It is, 100%. So I was... Dude, we haven't been deleting all this shit. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Give me a second. I'm going to make a phone call. That's fucking funny. Connor's like, you're going to make him buy whiskey and then drink it? Like, <laughs> I'm going to make him buy drink whiskey and I'm going to drink it. Opposites. Yeah, it's okay if you do it, though. Ask him. He'll tell you. Hey, like, we didn't open the lakes. We can't yet. No, we'll we'll drink some of that. We'll drink some of that soon, hopefully, because I want to bust those fuckers open. All right. Hey. Good night, Kyle. Bye. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Bye-bye.
she knows that I know that you know that he knows that I know that she knows. I'm done. This is over.